0: By time of testimony tonight and just really open things up and let the Holy Spirit move and whatever he wants to do with our time here tonight, that will be great. Hallelujah. Uh, Bob, would you like to open in prayer this evening, this this afternoon for you? Okay.
1: Heavenly Father, we come to before you, Father, in humility and we praise you, Father. We also come to you in confidence because of what Yeshua has done for us. Thank you for this time of uh, sharing and learning and teaching and getting together as believers in like precious faith. Father, I thank you for every person that's represented on this call. I pray a blessing on their lives. I pray growth. I pray increase in faith. Father, I just pray blessing on their lives and increase. And so, Father, um, help our spirits to be open, our ears to be open, our eyes to be open to what you're doing in this day. We thank you for all the the wondrous works that you're doing in the earth right now. Help us to not overlook that, but to um, take in and glean what you're doing, Father, and process it. So thank you, Father, for what you're doing in each one of our lives and in the earth. We just trust you with the whole outcome. We trust you with Israel. Trust you, Father, with Kenny's life and his finances, and every person here, Father, with their finances and their health. In Yeshua's precious name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, what a blessing. (laughs) I just want to give you a little update of uh, what's going on. Things are definitely escalating a lot here in the north, in northern Israel. Uh, Today, Haley, Hannah, and I were coming back from Haifa, and we had all the sirens go off uh, whilst we were driving back, and we had to quickly get the car off the road and get into the side of the road and uh, take shelter uh, whilst hearing explosions going off above our heads as are intercepting missiles. There's about 15 missiles were fired into Israel right now. Uh, Something important is happening right now at 10 p.m., which is 5 past 10 here in Israel now. At 10 p.m., the war cabinets, uh, the military and the government are meeting tonight to discuss what they're going to do uh, in the north with Lebanon and Hezbollah. Uh, They just dropped uh, a few million leaflets to the whole south of Lebanon, uh, telling everyone, leave your homes now and go north right now um, for your own safety. Leave your homes. So it looks like this is the first time they've done quite a major drop um, of leaflets to the Lebanese people. Um, Like I said, we've we've had uh, escalation every day for the last few weeks. It's just gone more and more. And uh, there was some electricity workers working on some lines up north, and they sent uh, um, anti-tank missiles against them, and there was about seven people injured, uh, six or seven injured, including some military personnel as well. So there's a lot of escalation, and then obviously firing those missiles this far in, 20 plus miles into Israel, uh, I believe is probably crossing the line. So we'll see what happens tonight. So we are keeping an eye on things uh, for the alerts that go on. So if anything does go on and you see me disappear, then just uh, keep pressing in and uh, just continue with the meeting as normal. Um, Esther will Uh, you know, take the meetings to the end. But I I think we'll probably be all right. But you just never know, do you? You just don't know. It's uh, minute by minute. We don't know what's going to happen, what's going to unfold. We got a call today from friends in the US that are putting together a special campaign to help us with our fundraising for distribution and the work that we're doing here in the land of Israel for emergency relief. We're looking to get another truck, a larger trailer, and also a disaster relief tent, field tent, so we can have a tent for distribution uh, when we go out on the field. So there's a lot of finances coming in that's providing food parcels uh, and supplies for families in need. But the biggest need that we recognise is uh, there's there's a lack of distribution. They need a lot more help to get things or to get packs out there to people. So our major focus as a ministry is obviously to take our letters of hope out and share the gospel everywhere we go. And we've had some incredible opportunities this week sharing the gospel uh, with everyone that the Holy Spirit brings us in contact with. Uh, we even had uh, a New Age leader um, you know, uh, an international uh, spokeswoman that I got to spend time with this week and, and just share the gospel of Yeshua with. Powerful encounter. Let's see what the, the father's going to do with that meeting. But uh, just everywhere we go, it's just amazing how open uh, people are to receive. And the message is repent, you need to repent. It's time to receive the Messiah, Yeshua of Nazareth is the Messiah. So You know, we don't want to hold back. We want to bring the gospel. So it's exciting what's taking place. It's exciting to see the support that is coming in as well for everything that we're doing uh, in the ministry and all the preparation that is going on, especially for the north. That's what we're trying to get geared up for uh, because Hezbollah is 10 times, if not more, more powerful than anything that Hamas can throw at us. Not that it means that we're going to have a hard time defeating them i think we've got the military capability but it just means it's going to be very messy and there's going to be lots of missiles coming in and a lot of damage in the land as we try and take control of the situation and uh, destroy our enemies in the north so anyway that's something we definitely need to be pressing in and in prayer with Uh, i hope you've been blessed and encouraged as well as we've just been going through john chapter 14 15 and 16 and i've been encouraging everyone to really take time to meditate on that portion of scripture. But uh, today I've really spent a lot of time in prayer, just really pressing in on uh, what the Father has in store for us tonight. And even though I've done a lot of study uh, over John 15 and just really been meditating and spent, uh, you know, a lot of time just really pressing in on this uh, portion of scripture what I've really sensed by the Spirit is that we're not going to, uh, we're not going to do that teach tonight. I'm just going to really uh, mention just a couple of verses because I want to open things up, and I just think it's important that we just make room for what the Ruach HaKodesh wants to do, what the Spirit wants to do within our fellowship tonight, and uh, as we get together. So I just want to give a shout out to those who are coming on also on the Facebook page. Um, I'm just uh, bringing things up here. I'm trying to make it live. We've got, we did have a bunch of people I could see, but I can't see who they are now. Here we go. I've got uh, some people coming up. We've got Connie and Al on there. We've got Alexandra as well. Good to see you. We've got Glenn Lachance with us there. We've got uh, another Connie and we've got Danica Lynn. Uh, on the Facebook page and uh, just give us a shout out there if you have any comments please leave your comments on the Facebook page as well and we'll incorporate them into the meeting we also have the link there if you want to jump on to the Zoom call you can click the link and uh, that link will take you into the Zoom call as well you can come on video and you can share there as well but we do appreciate you being Uh, tuned in on the Facebook page. We've got Jamie McCready in Scotland as well. Good to see you, Jamie. Thanks for joining with us. What a blessing. So as we press in and look at what the Father is doing uh, within our lives, remember what we talked about at the beginning of John 14. It says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Don't let your hearts be troubled. And you know that we live in a world And you just look at all of the events of our life. How many times, never mind within a week, are we facing the opportunity to worry or be troubled? (laughs) It's like, you know, in this world, you'll have many troubles. You know, today's got enough troubles of its own, plural, you know, not singular trouble, but troubles of its own. And, you know, our focus is to be in Messiah and not to be in that place of fear understanding that Yeshua has not left us As orphans, he cares for us. He knows exactly what you're going through. He knows all the things you're feeling. And, you know, what does he say? No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And Elohim, he is faithful and just to provide a way for you to stand up under it. What an interesting choice of words. Not a way for you to stand up so you can just escape. No, so you can stand up under it to have victory. In the Messiah, it also says in uh, Ephesians chapter 6, when you've done all to stand, when we're dealing with spiritual warfare and we've got our armor on, it said stand firm then. But wait a second. If I've done all to stand, how can I possibly stand? Do you ever feel like you're in that place where you haven't got the energy, you haven't got the strength, you don't know how you're going to press through into the challenge that's before you, if it's health challenges, if it's financial challenges, if it's family challenges or, you know, national crisis, war challenges, whatever those challenges may be. You know, we experience new challenges and testings of our faith in on an ongoing basis. And I just want to open up a couple of verses here in John chapter 15 and verse 1. And Yeshua is speaking. He says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, where every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the words I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Now, we've got to continually come to that place where we recognize Yeshua, I need you. You know, there's plenty of professional uh, followers of Yeshua out there, isn't there? You know, you got many. Why, we just go through the motion, go through the motion of religion, uh, you know, uh, or you've learned something, you've established yourself in one area, you know, uh, and, and you know, when we face a crisis, instead of going to Yeshua, we go to our own wisdom, our own understanding, our own abilities, and many times in the midst of crisis, the last time or the last place we go to is to Yahovah. So we try and work it out ourselves. It's okay, Father, I've got it all covered. I'll just try and get through this. And as we see within this portion of Scripture, the power of remaining in Him. You know, Yeshua, He is the true vine. You know, there's only one way. It's not about many vines. And, of course, you just walk around Israel here and you see vines everywhere. And, you know, many countries that we go to, you see grapes being planted in different vines and, you know, there's different streams, there's different expressions. But what's Yeshua saying? I'm the true vine. I need you to be plugged into me. The father is the gardener. And we watch this, uh, we watch the unity of how the son and the father operate. It's the father who is the gardener. Isn't that pretty cool? He's the one who cuts off the branches. He is the one that prunes. And just picture this for a second you know, when you uh, recognize uh, the, the working of the Son and the Father in bringing us to a place of being fruitful within our lives and fruitful with within who we are in our faith, in Messiah. And, you know, we are very bad at judging things and what God is doing in the lives of others. How many times have I had people come up to me to tell me why I'm out of the will of God because I'm doing the things that God told me to do. Because it just doesn't look like what they think I should be doing with my calling, with my walk. You know, there was a season in my life where the Holy Spirit said to me, I don't want you to speak in public right now. I said, okay, it's not about speaking in public. It's about remaining in uh, the vine, yeah? And uh, for seven years, I wasn't allowed to speak in public and I'm an evangelist. And you'd think, goodness me, what's that guy doing? Man, he's meant to be evangelizing. He's meant to be out there. No, it is not about your gift. It's about remaining in him. We are called to be obedient. Yes, I know I'm called to be an evangelist. Yes, I know I'm called to preach the gospel. He wasn't saying, don't preach the gospel. He just said, I don't want you to speak in public right now. No, there's plenty, plenty of opportunity one on one witnessing testifying and everything. But there was two times where I was given the mic on, um, you know, large platforms to speak and recognized, you know, oh, come, come and share. And I was given the mic and two times the Holy Spirit said to me, what do you think you're doing? I told you not to speak in public right now. Now I had the word of Jehovah, I had the word of the Lord. I knew what he wanted to say. He said, you can't speak right now. I don't want you to speak right now. And I had to hand the mic back after walking on the stage, after being invited to come and speak and say, no, I can't, uh, I can't speak right now. I've got to give you the mic back and I had to walk off the stage. And then I started to realize, you know, I've got to be obedient to what the spirit is saying. We have got to learn how to yield to him and recognize that, you know, y- you know your identity is not in the gift Your identity is in Messiah. It's about who he is in us. We have got to be confident in the fullness of Messiah dwelling within us over the gift. And everyone wants to celebrate the gift but we've got to see people as they truly are. So just picture the father pruning a fruitful vine. Yeah. You know, what does that fruitful branch look like when it's all been pruned? It looks pretty ugly. You know, there's no leaves on it. Uh, it's not nicely drawn out, it's trimmed all the way back. Man, it looks like a whole barren twig. And this is the problem with our mindset on how we judge others. We look at what's going on in the life of others, we're like, oh, man, I don't see the fruit in their life right now. Man, they just look like a whole bunch of dead twigs. They look like they're barren right now. Well, maybe the Holy Spirit's pruning them back in preparation for a greater harvest. So we've got to slow down. On how we judge we don't recognize we don't see the work so often of what the father is doing in the lives of others and we're very uh, quick to judge what we think others should be doing and through all of my years in ministry it really has been a challenge uh to deal with um you know the the contention of what man has to say in the midst of my walk you know i remember one prophet you know, we were going all the way to London one day and he, he spent the entire time rebuking me all the way. And we arrive at the place where we're going to after, you know, a few hours driving in the car. And all I've had is him rebuking me, telling me I'm out of the will of God and um, full of pride, blah, 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 all this stuff. And we arrive at the, the venue of, of the event we're going to. And I said to him, I said, you know, what's really interesting, If I said to him, if you truly are a prophet, why are you speaking in the flesh? <laughs> That's what I said to him when we arrived. He's just been telling me, I'm full of pride. I'm missing God. I haven't heard the word of the Lord. And I said, I said, why are you so, why are you full of the flesh? You know, if you're a prophet, what are you doing speaking in the flesh? You should be speaking the word of God, not the word of the flesh. Then we walk into this meeting with a few thousand people, and I wasn't speaking. He wasn't speaking. We were just there. And in the middle of worship, this uh, leader, Uh, gets up and shuts the music down in the middle of a song and tells me to stand up and starts prophesying, you're in the right place, you know, and starts going against everything that that so-called prophet rebuked me all the way in the car. She just confirmed the word of Yahovah for like five minutes. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, man, goodness me. And it wasn't that I needed to hear the word. The whole thing that was happening was because this guy needed to hear the word of the Lord. I knew what the word of Yahweh was. I wasn't uh, discouraged in what the Spirit was saying. I understood where I was because we're called to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto us. So instead of judging people from our position from what we think is going on, just to understand maybe the Holy Spirit is pruning them and He's preparing them for a greater harvest. You know, you can't always be in the cycle of fruit, fruit, fruit. There's a the time of preparation. There's the time of trimming back, getting ready for the next season of what the Ruach HaKodesh wants to do within our lives. And as I was looking at these first few verses uh, within uh, John chapter 15, the importance of remaining me. You know, you can't bear fruit by yourself. Oh, you can do a lot by yourself, but it's not going to be the works of the Spirit. We need the works of the Spirit and we have to press in by the Spirit. But it reminds me of Colossians chapter 1 and it just the importance of who the Son is in verse 15. It says, The Son is the image of the invisible. God, the firstborn over all creation, for in him all things were created, things in heaven and things on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Hallelujah. What a blessing to be found in Messiah. Hallelujah. So the next time you feel anxious about the steps that are before you, instead of trying to birth your own fruit, take time in the presence of Yehovah and say, Father, I just come before you in the name of Yeshua, and I yield to the works of Messiah Within my life, we need the resurrection power of a mighty God manifest within our life. Verse 17 He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the ecclesia. It is not the church, it's the assembly, the ecclesia. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything He might have the supremacy. He might have the supremacy, yeah. For Elohim was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. I want us to uh, focus this evening on the importance of yielding to Messiah, yielding to the Messiah. So if you're facing a tough time, if you're in a, a, a place where you feel like, you know, you're not seeing the fruit, you know, it's not about you trying to get busy. You know, you don't see an orange or or a grape. You don't see them bending over on the edge of the pavement going, oh, I'm just trying to bear fruit. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be bigger. I'm trying to be more fruitful. I'm trying to be more. no. We have to remain in Him. Allow the work of the Spirit to manifest within your life. And my prayer today is that He gives us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts that understand that we will be so connected by the Spirit that we will be able to flow and recognize that the deliverance and victory you and I have is because of the greatness of Messiah dwelling within us. It's not because of our ability. Oh, man, that guy's such a good speaker. That guy's, oh, he's so talented at singing. He's a talented musician. He's a talented businessman. He's a talented dishwasher. Good to see you, Russell. Hallelujah. Very blessings, brother. Whatever our job is, whatever we do, man wants to, Uh, look at you and, you know, put your identity in what you do. But our identity is called to be found in Yeshua. So no matter what you face today, have confidence in remaining in his presence. He knows everything that you need. He's not going to put you through something that he hasn't given you the ability to overcome, the ability to get through. Now, we've all faced tough times, And how many times have we been in a situation where we think, I can't take it. This is beyond anything I ever thought or imagined that I could handle. But guess what? That was in the past. And we can look back at those moments now. And even though at the time, we didn't feel we could get through. But guess what? You're here today with the testimony of breakthrough, with the testimony of victory. It's not because of you. It's because of who he is. So I want us to really press in in the importance of what it truly means to remain in him and to understand that if we are going to bear fruit, fruit that lasts, it's got to be fruit that comes through the Spirit, through our yielding, through our desire to press in in the presence of Yahovah. So that's really all I want to share on just the opening couple of verses on John chapter 15. And I do want to open things up because I think it's important that we have an opportunity where we talk about the work of Yeshua within our lives. Have we had victory within our lives? Do we have something that we want to share? And what's important that as a community, we encourage each other. Your testimony brings blessing to others. Our testimony brings blessing to others, and we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And it's not just the testimony of what happened to us before we found Yeshua. It's the testimony of the ongoing work of Messiah within our lives today. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua.